You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Is he worthy of your praise? Oh, do you want to give praise to your ancestors? <laughs> they don't deserve it. Amen. Jesus alone deserves the praise. And his praise will continually be in our mouths. Turn to someone and say, nothing is going to take away his praise from my lips. Hallelujah. Will you allow a bird to replace you? To praise God in your place? Will you allow a rock to cry out in your place? Hallelujah. Amen. It's not going to happen. Amen. Glory to God. I want to take a testimony before we get into the word this morning. I call on our sister Annele. Glory, glory. Testimonies are good. Thanks, Pastor. Good morning, church. I just want to come and give praise and thanks to our God for all that He's done for me this week. I'm a bit weepy, just being in awe of what God has done for me and my family. This week, I've had a crazy week. In my office, we called it wild, because anything bad that could have happened, it happened. I think on Monday and Tuesday, not I think, on Monday and Tuesday, I had people barging into my office, and they're almost taking me hostage. And a threat assessment was done on my life, and they offered that they'll give me VIP protection. I remember saying, as soon as they said they'll give me VIP protection, I mean, it's fancy. <laughs> you know, I walk around with two protectors. I've got people driving me everywhere, Monday to Friday. But I actually decided that no, because it brings in an element of fear. And then I remembered Pastor Eric. There's a testimony that he keeps sharing from time to time when he tells us that he was in an almost plane crash. And he, he told his neighbor, um, the person who was seated next to him, and said to him, don't worry, I travel with angels. Nothing is going to happen to you. I reminded my team in my office that nothing is going to happen to me because I've got the backing of heaven. And so I continued, you know, and that was the end of it. I was told to escalate it. Of course, I escalated it in writing and all of that. But without an expectation that I must be scooped up somewhere because I know and I have this understanding that I'm there at work for a purpose. That was just one of the many things that happened this week. So last night, I was coming back from a friend's place. Um, it was around 7.30, heading home. Four-way stop is not working because load shedding, so the traffic lights were not working. So the robot is used as a four-way stop. We observed, our play, we observed the four-way stop rules, and then I moved off. Out of nowhere, a car came to my left. It's with speed. So it's not to say sometimes in a four-way stop, there's usually uh, confusion 
around who should go first and all of that. But the kind of speed that came, I just, I didn't even see it. It just knocked me and my car spun around four times. And I couldn't stop. And it stopped just by hitting another car. So my car hit another car. So there were three cars in an accident. And I was with a baby, I was with Ukanya. So I stopped, when it finally, when the car stopped, um, we got out and then I checked on her and there was nothing wrong with her. She was not crying, she was not upset, she was just her usual self. She was ready to go to bed basically. Nothing came out of her mouth because she was still drowsing. I held her, I pleaded the blood of Jesus over her and I thank God for divine protection. What's interesting is that the guy who hit us, he abandoned the car and fled off because it was an unlicensed car and he was drunk. People got hold of him and all of that. When I spoke to the guy that I hit his car, like the guy, the car, like the guy who, whose car I hit, he says that he watched it happening because he was just standing and waiting and my car was coming from a completely different direction. So he says he watched my car spinning and hitting his car. But he says he was hoping that I'm going to go another direction. <laughs> you know. But there's something interesting that he said. He said that this is the second time this is happening to him. The first time it happened, it was a few months ago on the highway where he was just an innocent bystander. So I thought, okay, this is a ministry opportunity. So, <laughs> when Paul and Silas were in jail, they started praising and worshiping God in jail. And people were liberated. People were set free. The jailers, the jailer and his household got to know God. I was like, okay, here's a ministry opportunity. And then he actually says that, no, he's going to take me home. You know, so anyway, I quickly got Umpo to come and get the baby so that the baby's out of the scene and all of that. So later, when he's taking me home, I say to him, what do you mean? This is the second. I said to him, do you know that this is not normal? What's this thing of yours? He's like, oh, is it? I'm like, no, it's not normal. So there's a problem there. And then he starts telling me that, oh, actually, three days ago, he dreamt about his great-grandmother. I'm like, oh, Okay. What was the dream about? And then he says, no, his great-grandmother was telling him that he needs to bring the car. I'm like, is she still alive? No, she's dead. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, how is that normal? He's like, no, no, no. Usually when I've bought a car and all of that, I usually take it and introduce it to the ancestors and all of that. I'm like, oh, okay. So what's so significant about your great-grandmother? He then says, oh, what do you mean? I'm like, was she a spiritual person? Yes, she was a spiritual person. What do you mean spiritual? Because we're in South Africa. Is she a believer, believing in Jesus, <laughs> you know, or ancestral worship? She's like, no, she was a believer and ancestral worship. Actually, she used to help people. And then I knew that there's a, you know, problem there. So I said to him, okay, no, that's fine. I hear you. When he dropped me off, I said, okay, can I pray for you? He actually reached out his hand to me, and he was so ready, you know, to receive ministry, to receive prayer. He reached out his hand to me, and then he says, wait, are you a pastor? I'm like, no, I'm a child of God. <laughs> I'm not a pastor. And then I prayed for him, you know. I broke the power of the enemy over his life yeah. and over his family. I broke the spirit of death. I broke the spirit of premature death. I broke the spirit that would seek to kill, to steal, and to destroy in his life. Amen. 
And after that, you know, I took down his details and I, I said when I got home, he's one of us. He's the 10% of Midrand that we've been expecting. Amen. And so I'm here to give thanks to God, to give glory to God for a life saved. I'm here to give thanks that the plan of the enemy has been cut off. And actually, I'm here to say, Lord, what an honor that you would use me because you are God Almighty. You can do anything wherever, even at work, you are not short of might, you are not short of power, but that you would involve me to be part of your plan in what you are doing in this place. And so I want to give praise to God. I want to give him thanks. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, what, God, what, what the enemy planned for evil, God turns around for good. And through that, a soul is harvested. Come on. Yes. Yes. And that's not just a soul. That's an entry into an entire clan. Do you understand me? That's an entry into an entire clan that will experience the kingdom of God. Just because the enemy crossed the line, he's going to pay for it. Hallelujah. He says, touch not my anointed. Yes, for touching, for, for coming close. He didn't touch her. He couldn't touch her. For coming close, he will pay for it. Hallelujah. That's how we deal with the enemy. Okay? If he comes close, you put a boundary around you, and if he, if he crosses that, he gets punished. Yes. He gets punished Amen. by some strong, mighty angels. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. We thank God for your testimony, for Amen. preserving your life. Amen. It is well with you. Amen. 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 Father, we thank you for that testimony. Yes. Lord, I speak over this house. Yes, Accident, premature death is not our portion. In the name of Jesus, every weapon, form, or fashion against anyone, every family represented here is annihilated right now. In the name of Jesus, we cancel it. We negate every satanic strategy. In the name of Jesus, Lord my God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Be glorified. Let there be more testimonies. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Last week we started talking about the spirit of conquest. Now, the reason we're talking about the spirit of conquest is because you need to conquer some things. Okay? You need to conquer some things. There are, there are territories you need to conquer. There are domains you need to conquer. You need to, you need to conquer because you were born to rule. Turn to someone say, neighbor, I was born to rule. Did you know that? Yeah. You were born to rule. 
It doesn't matter. I'm not saying you're born to be president. I mean, to be honest, if you make me a president, you are demoting me. I'm honest. Yeah. I'm higher than a president. Okay. That, it's, 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 not, it's not anything I aspire for. Glory to God. Yeah. So we will minister to presidents. Yeah. So it's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not something. So when I say born to rule, I'm not, I don't want to rule a country like that. But I want to rule a country in a different way. I want to stand in my room and determine what happens. Hallelujah. In the corridors of power. How about that? How about we stand in our rooms and then we unseat some authorities? You see? So if you don't have the spirit of conquest, you can't talk like this. You can't even think like this. Not to talk of behaving like this. No. No, no, no. This is not arrogance. It's just knowing who you are. Okay? It's knowing who you are. You need to know who you are. You need to know who God has made you to be. You were created in His image after His likeness. Can't you see when they wanted to make Jesus king, He refused. Why did He refuse? It's inferior. <laughs> they wanted to make Him king because He gave them bread to eat. I'm telling you, his kingdom is superior to any kingdom on earth. So I'm a king in God's kingdom. And because I'm a king in God's kingdom, I'm superior. All right. So if you like, you can call it superiority complex or whatever you want to call it. But I'm telling you, the Bible makes it clear and I refuse to embrace false humility. I refuse. Okay. And you can't make me to, to be guilty about it. Alright. God has made me a king in his kingdom. I'm a king and a priest in his kingdom. I don't know about you. I'm speaking for myself. You are free to embrace whatever you want to believe. But as for me, I want to believe the word of God. I'm standing on the word of God and I declare that I was born to rule. I'm going to rule over circumstances. I'm going to rule over situations. I'm going to rule over demons. I'm going to rule. Are you following me? Yeah. So I'm going to conquer giants. I'm going to take on territories. Come on. Can you talk like that? Can you think like that? Every nation midran, you need to start thinking like that. Start thinking territorial. Start thinking governmental. Hallelujah. That's the kind of spirit that conquers. All right. So it doesn't matter the size of the territory. It doesn't matter the size of the giant. It doesn't matter the state of that domain. Okay, maybe you are in one industry, one area of, of society. That's where you find yourself planted. That is your domain. You need, to start, you need to start seeing yourself 
as someone that has been put there to rule and bring God's kingdom. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. Some of you will, will be kings in media. Some of you will be kings in economy. Hallelujah. Some of you will be kings in education. You need to be kings in health. You need to be kings. I mean, you, let's just release some kings into this land. Hallelujah. Yeah, in judiciary, wherever you are, you are there to rule. You're there to rule. It doesn't matter where your level is, you can start ruling from there. You can start ruling from there. If you start developing this spirit of conquest, what's going to happen is that the time is going to come that they start consulting you for important things. Yeah, because they start seeing that when you speak, things happen. Don't just freak out because everybody's freaking out. What, what's wrong with you? Hmm? Don't undermine God's work in you. He made you in His image after His likeness. Hello. Do you know what that means? Do you know what that means? When you see any of my children, they look just like me. No apologies. Hallelujah. Yeah. Then my image. Okay? So, when I'm walking with my sons, immediately people see they know this is mine. When I'm walking with my daughter, they know immediately this is mine. Why? She has my likeness. She has, she has my image. So you are made in God's image. So when you walk into a place, people see you, they should have an idea of what God looks like. Do you understand me? Yeah, they should have an idea of what God looks like because of you. Yeah. So we must stop misrepresenting God. Let's stop it. Tell someone, stop it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, you're too polite to say that. No problem. But I'm telling you, you need to get this in your spirit. Let it settle in your heart. And this has nothing to do with your strength. It has nothing to do with your abilities. It has nothing to do with your capabilities. It has nothing to do with your weaknesses. It has to do with your, your makeup. It has to do with your DNA. It has to do with your DNA. Have you ever seen God fail anywhere? Is there any record of God failing? Okay, so failure is not part of your DNA. Yeah. I'm telling you who you are. You are, you are built 
for dominion. Come on, somebody say, I'm built for dominion. I'm built for conquest. So when we use the word conquest, it means that there is resistance. Do you understand? It means that there is resistance, and so we go to and we face the resistance, but we conquer it. We overpower it. We overpower it. That's what it's about. So if he made you right from the garden, God gave you need to understand the kind of investment of God in man. It's too much. It's too much. He put too much in Adam. Too much in him. Yeah. Gave him dominion over all the works of his hands. So then you now see one small tokolosh and you start crying. What is that? Hmm? What is that? I mean, did you hear Anela's testimony? In the, I mean, in the midst of all of that, see how she came out and took charge over the situation. That's how to respond. Don't be a victim. Okay? Don't volunteer to be a victim. <laughs> all right? So it doesn't matter what it is. Just take your stand. This is who I am. I'm made in God's image after His likeness. So there are certain capabilities I have just by being born human. Not to talk of being born again. So there's what God invested in man just for being human. And then there's what he invested in you for being in Christ. Okay? So that when, when, when God made man, he made him in his image after his likeness. When Adam ate from the tree, guess what? That image got corrupted. It got corrupted. But then when Jesus came, the Bible tells us that as many as receive him. John chapter 1 verse 12. As many as receive him to them, he gave the power. To become the sons of God. I like the word power there. There are some versions. The New King James uses the word right. But no, no. Power. The authorized King James version uses the word power. Hallelujah. To them he gave power. Somebody say power. Power and right are not the same. Yeah. A right can be relinquished. Somebody can withdraw the right. But the power, oh my goodness, your new creation has power. There's power. When you say, Jesus, come into my heart and all of that, power came into you. Power came into you. That's what enables you to conquer any situation. Any situation. But we have been programmed to submit to circumstances. We have been programmed, educated, to surrender to every slight resistance. We have been programmed to see ourselves as victims of circumstances. I refuse. 
I don't know about you, I refuse. I don't want to be like the ten spies. I don't want to be like the ten spies whom, I mean, God gave the word. He gave the promise. He did it by covenant. In fact, he sealed a covenant with Abraham and he said, I will give this land to your descendants. Abraham said, how shall I know that you are going to give it to me? God now cut a covenant, an unconditional covenant. God cut a covenant with Abraham. God put Abraham to sleep and he carried out the covenant by himself. So that the fulfillment of that covenant depends only on God, not even on Abraham. In other words, Abraham could not stop it from coming to pass. You see, that's how God did it. So when God answered Abraham, I'm just avoiding opening all the scriptures, but I'm just, you just make a note, go, go check it out. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. When God sealed it by covenant, it was theirs. It doesn't matter who is there. The earth is the Lord's. And he has a right to give it to whoever he wants. He chose to give it to Abraham. What's your problem? Huh? What's your problem? The landlord of the earth chose to give it to his friend. What's your problem? Can you see? God doesn't think like us. Doesn't think like us. So if God chooses to give you that industry... Doesn't matter the cartel, he'll break every cartel and he will make room for you. You're Ebenezer. Hallelujah. So you can conquer anywhere. So in this house, we're going to see champions, captains of industry. Come on, emerging with ease, with a heavenly mandate. To establish the kingdom of God. Listen, stop working just for a salary. Conquer some things. And establish the kingdom of God. As a slavery mindset. Get rid of that. Glory, glory. A spirit of conquest. Tell someone, I have the spirit of conquest. As a matter of fact, Jesus even made us more than conquerors. So if Jesus made us more than conquerors, <laughs> that means you won before you started. You won already. You've got it all. Don't be quick to surrender. As long as you don't surrender, the victory is guaranteed. Yes. Do you hear me? Yes. Now, it doesn't matter how challenging it is. I'm not saying that you won't face challenges. As a matter of fact, the challenges are good because they flex your muscles. You need some excitement, a little bit of excitement in this journey. Okay? Yeah. That's how God sees it. Numbers chapter 13. 
in Numbers 13, we see here that these people, after Moses sent them to spy out the land, they came back, and the ten, <laughs> even though these ten, their names were listed at, you know, in the chapter, but do you notice that we don't know them? But if you care, you can go and, you can go and memorize their names. If you want, you can go memorize them. I'm okay with Caleb and Joshua. <laughs> I'm okay with Caleb and Joshua. I'm not interested in the other ten. And these are leaders. These are tribal leaders. These are people. Moses chose the, he chose the creme de la creme. Okay? That's the, the choicest. Look at, look at, um, Deuteronomy. Let's turn to Deuteronomy chapter 1. I want you to see uh, what Moses said here. All right? In Deuteronomy chapter 1, Moses, hey, this man, he really saw a lot with these people. I look forward to meeting him one day in heaven. And we can have a conversation about this journey. Maybe a, a thousand year conversation about these people. All right. He says, uh, where is that verse? Where? You know, he chose. Now, in 13, he says, Choose wise, understanding, and knowledgeable, knowledgeable men from among your tribes. I will make them heads over you. Okay? How can I, verse 12, how can I bear your problems and your burdens and your complaints? Choose wise, understanding, and knowledgeable men from among your tribes, and I will make them heads over you. And you answered me and said, the thing which you have told us is good. So I took the heads of your tribes wise. Can you imagine that those guys were wise? Knowledgeable. Those guys were knowledgeable. Those guys that were chosen, they were knowledgeable. Hmm? And made them heads over you. Leaders of thousands, leaders of hundreds, leaders of fifties, leaders of tens, leaders of uh, officers of tribes, you know. So, let's keep down. Let's keep down. And look at verse... Twenty-eight. He says, talking about the, their complaints, he says, Where can we go up? Our brethren have discouraged our hearts. Can you see that? Saying, the people are greater and taller than we. The fact that somebody is taller than you, does that mean anything? Please, help me. 
help me to understand the, the fact that somebody is taller than you. It, uh, that's right. Lucia can even tell you. <laughs> Hallelujah. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Glory to God. They're just tall. That's all. They, it doesn't mean that they are strong. It doesn't mean that they are wise. Wisdom has nothing to do with height. Come on. Turn to someone and say, wisdom has nothing to do with height. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. So, if you are short, let me tell you something. If you are short, every other person is too tall. You are the perfect height. Yeah, you are the perfect height for what God has called you to do. You are the perfect height. You have, you have the perfect DNA for dominion in your space. Stop comparing yourself with other people. What kind of thinking is that? That's the thinking of the world. The world puts pressure on you to try to be like other people. Look at these people. They were wise people. And Moses trusted them. He trusted these people to go and come back. He thought, okay, let me make them 12 so that they would go and, and, and everybody will give one perspective of the land and then we have a whole picture but these people their wisdom was below standard their wisdom you know the bible says wisdom is better than strength okay wisdom is better than strength their wisdom is not enough they, they, were not, they will look at they will look and they look at the height and then they, their heart melted. I don't care how tall you are. Come on, tell someone, I don't care how tall you are. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. It has nothing to do with wisdom. It has nothing to do with potential. Come on. Yeah. It has nothing to do with anointing. Are you following me? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Amen. Yes. So these people came back and instead of encouraging and inspiring their brothers, they discouraged them. They're telling them that they are tall people in the land. So what? We need tall people. They have a purpose. But that does not mean that they now delete your own purpose. They don't delete your purpose. Yeah, they don't delete your purpose. It's like God sending you to, 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 to go into a particular space and then you get there and you say there are people there. Of course, there should be people there. Okay? Or you say there are experienced people there. So? What has that got to do with anything? You think God did not see before he sent you there? 
saw it. Or God sent you into a particular line of business. And you say there are millionaires in that field. So what? You go start. Hallelujah. Go start. Some of you have been employed for too long. You, don't even, you can't even relate with what I'm saying. Just look straight. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But you, 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 you take steps. Hallelujah. God sends you. Go conquer for me. Go establish my kingdom here. Even in that space, in that office, in that, in that organization, God wants to be represented there. God wants his kingdom there. And then you now begin to listen to voices. They now begin to tell you how inexperienced you are and how you have just arrived. I've arrived to take over. Yeah. I've just arrived to take over. That's it. No apologies. Of course, I'm not saying you should be arrogant about it. But you go there. With a spirit of conquest. Amen. Yeah. They discourage the hearts of the people. They say the people are greater and taller than we. And look at what they say. The cities are great. What do you want? Do you want to possess a small city? Don't you want a great city? What kind of thinking is that? You see. And I say they are fortified up to heaven. It, all the better. If, it is, if the city is fortified to heaven, is that not even better? I don't need to go and build up to heaven because it's already been done. After all, God said to them that they will inherit cities they didn't build. So what is wrong with that? Now, God, now he has, he's fulfilling it and they are complaining. You see, so sometimes we pray, we pray, we ask God for opportunities, we ask God for promotion, we ask God for increase. God now gives you a challenge that you need to overcome, then it will catapult you, and then you give up. You see, can, do you realize that it was Goliath that, that gave David national prominence? Without Goliath, David would not have been known. Without Goliath, David would not have become the king's son-in-law. Without Goliath, David would not have a, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't have received a tax-free status for his entire family. To me, can you imagine that? You receive it. <laughs> Hallelujah. But this kind of this kind of blessings, this kind of blessings come with giants. They come with giants. So start seeing challenges different. Start seeing them different. This is my opportunity. Hallelujah. See opportunities. See what is behind that. So David saw Goliath. And he sees an entire army paralyzed with fear. It says, what's going to be done? 
to the one who takes care of this problem. That's the spirit of conquest. That's the kind of spirit Caleb had. That's the kind of spirit Joshua had as well. Why? God has built it in you already. It's already inside you. You don't need to bring, you, you don't need to fabricate it. It's already part of your DNA. It's like you asking me to try to be, a, to try to be male. I don't need to try to be male, right? Because to be male is not a matter of choice. Even though this confused generation is trying to preach otherwise. And then some confused church leaders are embracing that. May God have mercy. May God have mercy. Because at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, anyway, let's not dwell there. The spirit of conquest. Amen. Somebody say the spirit of conquest. Yeah. Then, then I said to you, do not be terrified or afraid of them. Don't be terrified. Amen. If you see a fortified city, don't be terrified. If you see a giant, don't be terrified. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You see, the spirit of conquest doesn't know fear. It doesn't know fear. One of the, one of the spirits you need to deal with and make sure you get rid of in your life permanently is the spirit of fear. Make sure you destroy that thing. Crush it completely. Hit it so badly that it will never recover. Do you understand me? It cannot bounce back into your life. Strike it like a king would strike it. Don't strike it like a baby. No. Give it a blow that when it sees you to be afraid of you. Yeah. Don't be afraid. So that was the spirit. This, this um, Caleb and Joshua had the spirit. So if you look at Joshua chapter 1, you'll see that in Joshua chapter 1, one of the things God told Joshua, he says, don't be afraid. Why, why, why would God do that? Because the temptation to be afraid is high. All right? The tendency for fear. Let's turn to Joshua chapter 1. Come on. I love, I love this chapter so much. I go, I go back to this all the time. I come back to this. I love reading the book of Joshua. Why? Because Joshua gives me the spirit of conquest. It feeds my spirit of conquest. It feeds it. So the problem is that sometimes you don't, you, it seems as if you don't have the spirit of conquest. It's because, it is because you are not feeding it. You are not feeding it. You need to know the right scriptures to feed on, to meditate on when you are feeling down. When you are feeling down, it's not a time for a pill. Okay? It's not a time for a pill to take a pill so that you can feel better. No. Get the Word of God. The Word of God will make you better. Okay? So when you're feeling down, I'm, now I'm not against medication, but I'm just telling you, 
that you cannot medicate fear. <laughs> you cannot you cannot medicate fear. How do you how do you medicate if fear is a spirit? How do you medicate a spirit? You understand? It says, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. What medication can deal with fear? There is no. Get the word of God. That's what will help you. Okay? So if you spend all the time watching soapies, and then, you know, fear comes, you better give it, you better know where to get strength from. Feed on the word. Look at what God says. Okay, for the sake of time, let's read verse 3. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. That's it. They again. God has spoken. Are there not promises God has spoken to you? Are there not promises in the word of God that are already yours? Because of Jesus. Yes? They're already yours. You, are not, you haven't possessed them, but they're yours. They're yours by inheritance. You see, having an inheritance and possessing are two different things. Do you understand me? Yeah, so it, it takes a spirit of conquest for you to possess. It took the, the, the death and resurrection of Jesus for you to inherit. But for you to possess, you need to conquer. Do you understand me? So it's, 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 it's two different things. So some people think that because Jesus has gone to the cross, died, that everything is just now placed on a platter. And they now possess. No, you have to fight to possess. There are giants in the land of promise. You have to fight for peace in your home. You have to fight for health in your body. You have to fight for soundness in your mind. Hallelujah. You have to conquer that. So there's a spirit that is required. And tell someone, I've got that spirit. Amen. Look at verse 5. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. This is for me. Come on, hit your chest. Say, this is for me. It's mine. Yes. He says, as I was with Moses, I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Is this not wonderful? Jesus even said he has given us the Holy Spirit who will be with us and he will abide with us forever. He will not leave us. He will not forsake us. So he's there with you. Why should you not conquer? You have the DNA. Okay, you have it in your DNA and then you have him as a person. What's your problem? Just go ahead. Press on. Hallelujah. My, oh my, I feel like taking on some giants right now. Look at what he said in verse 6. Be strong and of good courage. Tell your neighbor, be strong and of good courage. You see, there's a, there, you, you have a choice. To, you have to choose between cowardice and courage. Choose. When you see that situation, when you see that challenge, when you see that mountain, choose between cowardice or courage. The easy way out is cowardice. 
that one doesn't require any conflict, doesn't require any faith, doesn't require any effort. You just look at it and you just melt. But courage, oh my goodness. You know that courage is not the absence of fear. Courage has to do with you in the face of fear moving forward. Ignoring your fear and going for it. Yeah. We don't have courage. There are certain things you will never achieve. You will never achieve certain things. You want to play safe? Stay in the boat. You'll never have a testimony of walking on water. You will never. You will just clap for Peter. But you will never. It takes courage to get out of the boat. Yes? Be strong and of good courage. For to these people you will divide an inheritance. Can you see an inheritance? Inheritance has already been given. Okay? The land which I swore to their fathers to give them. It's already been given by inheritance, by covenant. It's already been given. Healing and health has already been given to you. All right? The nations have already been given to you. He says, ask of me and I will give you the nations for an inheritance. It's yours for the asking. Some of you are supposed to be ruling some nations. Manga dosto. Well, you choose how you want to rule. I've chosen mine. Okay? Then look at, let's keep, let's keep to verse, where are we, verse 6? Okay, verse 7, only be strong and very courageous to observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn to it from the right or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. Do only be strong and be courageous. Come on, be strong. Say, I'm strong. Ephesians 6.10 says to us, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His mind. You know, some of us are strong in our tradition. Some of us are strong in our culture, but we are weak in the Lord. We're strong in the opinions of men, but weak. Huh? Weak in the Lord. You can't conquer like that. You can't conquer like that. So start assessing where is the source of your strength. Where is the source of your confidence? It's a weak source. It's your confidence based on your background. It's a weak, con- it's a weak source. <laughs> Do you get my point? It should be based on the fact that you are in God's image after his likeness. That gives me confidence. Amen. There are, th- there, there are times I wake up, I've not even prayed, I've not even done anything, and then boom, 
A call comes and I need to attend to something. I don't go and say, oh, oh, I didn't pray today. I have not prayed. No, 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 no. Come on. Hallelujah. It's in my DNA. Say it's in my DNA. It very well. Out immediately. Yeah. You want to bind that demon? Bind it very well. Bind it with fetters. Bind it with chains. Hallelujah. Freeze every activity of witchcraft around you. I freeze them. Every witch in my vicinity is the most is mo- the most miserable witch. Yeah, because the moment I open my mouth, ooh, things start happening in the spirit. Hallelujah. Starts happening. So guess what? They have to start moving. They leave. They relocate. Hmm? They start relocating. Why? Because I disturbed them. Hmm? I remember some years ago. Yeah. We had a church in a, in a country called Togo. I was there visiting the church. We had some prayers and all of that. And you know what? The community came with machetes and um, rods and broken bottles. They invaded the church. They came to surround the church. They wanted to fight us, attack us. And you know why? They said we killed their witch. Just prayed. I, I, I mean, I didn't ask him to die. I just prayed. I just prayed. Okay. So when you start praying and you start bringing the kingdom of God down, there are forces that have to bow. Hallelujah. Every resistance. What are you telling me? You've got a kingdom. You have power with God. Tell someone you have power with God. Use it. You have power with God. You have so much authority. You don't even use a fraction of your authority. You don't use it. You don't use it. Say his likeness. That means like someone that is in God's image. If you are in God's image after his likeness, that means you need to talk the way God talks. You need to behave the way God behaves. Do you understand me? Because that's your nature. That's your nature. So you need to sometimes rebel against your orientation. Because sometimes some of us were were orientated to live a life of servitude. Slavery. I'd rather be a slave of God than to be a slave of any system. I refuse. I refuse. Yes. How many people have the spirit of conquest? Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for this once. I pray, oh God, for a release. Let it be a release of the faith that is required to conquer giants. Oh Lord God, to break boundaries to take territories, let it be released upon them. Whatever industry you have planted them in, whatever space they found themselves in, Lord, I right now, let it be a release, let it be an impartation. Impart 
Lord God, what it takes to rise and to begin to rule in that dom domain. Let them start ruling in that space in the name of Jesus. Let giants fall before them. Let giants fall before you. Let giants fall before you in the name of Jesus. Let Goliaths fall before you in the name of Jesus. Let demons bow before you. Let, let demons surrender when you walk in. Release that over of Jesus. And release that over your life. And release that over your life. In the name of Jesus. Lord my God. Even from some of the things we have experienced. Where we've seen them bowing. When we've seen witches coming to confess and surrender. Lord, I ask that it will be released in this house. Release that unction upon them. Release that anointing upon them. Release that power upon them. In the name of Jesus. And release it over you. They will be compelled. In the name of Jesus. That when you walk in your presence, you will, you will, you will compel obedience. Of the of Jesus. By reason of the spirit of conquest, compelling needs to bow to the Lordship of Jesus, Con compelling contrary powers to bow in the name of Jesus, let it fall over them, let it come upon them, let it come upon them, Lord God, let doors swing open. Hallelujah. Let gates be opened for them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord God. Gates. Now. Right now. Influence. Lord God. Let it be open. Right now. Right now. I command a release of resources. All that is needed for you to establish the kingdom of God. In your space. In your domain. Let it be released to you. Right now. Right now. Lord my God. I compel every resistance to be crushed. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I speak a doubling anointing. Oh Father upon their lives. In the name of Jesus. Upon their businesses. Supernatural in their careers. In the name of Jesus, supernatural increase. Let it come upon you. Let it fall upon you. Hallelujah. Yes, I activate the ministry of angels on your behalf. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The angels of the Lord will assist you. They will help you. They will protect you. They will go before you. Yes, they will go before you. They will assist you. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I release superior wisdom. I speak and I release superior wisdom. The wisdom that is better than wisdom that takes me release upon them. In the name of Jesus. The wisdom that takes cities. Let it be released in this house. Let it be released in this house. In the name of Jesus. The wisdom that takes territories. Let it be released upon them. In the name of Jesus. Wisdom that takes nations. Let it be released upon them. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Lord, the ability to circumvent every satanic arrangement. Oh, Father God, every satanic, uh, their progress that has been placed upon them, upon their lives, upon their, their progress, upon, upon their ministry, upon their calling, upon, upon their businesses. Oh, Lord, upon their careers, upon their education, upon their progress. Lord, I release the ability to circumvent all of that and to rise to the very top in the name of Jesus. Lord, I release favor upon them. The kind of favor that cannot be resisted. Yes, Lord. They will conquer every obstacle. Yes. No matter how high the wall is, they shall skip over walls in the name of Jesus. Declare that over your life. Yes. Let, let there be a change. Let the equation change in your life. From now on, I declare it. Declare it. I lose that over you. I lose that over you. Begin to receive ideas. Begin to receive dreams. Begin to receive visions. Begin to receive inspirations. To overcome. Yes. To navigate difficult, every fear in the name of Jesus. We're not afraid anymore. I rebuke every fear. I rebuke every fear. I rebuke every anxiety in the name of Jesus. I speak strength. Be strengthened with might by His Spirit in your inner man. Right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. No weapon formed or fashion against them shall prosper. Come against every discouragement. Every spirit of discouragement is banished from your life. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Joy of the Lord. I release the peace of the Lord. Hallelujah. I release the spirit of faith. Faith. To do the unimaginable. Let it begin to flow. Let it begin to flow in this house. Thank you, Father. I give you praise. I give you glory, Jesus. Be glorified through this ones. Be glorified through this ones. Raise your hand to the Lord. Raise your hand to the Lord. Lord, as they raise his hands, I ask, Lord, that you will place your hand upon their hands. And let there be a transmission to their lives. Let there be a transmission right now into their lives, into their spirits. Lord God, let there be, oh, Father God, a stripping away of every mindset. A stripping away, Lord God, of every chain. Let them fall right now I speak and I release these ones for conquest I empower them for conquest in the name of Jesus let them begin to conquer where they failed before let them go back and succeed in the name of Jesus and God will open again 
where the door was closed, I command that as they go back, the door will open again. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. I declare miracles popping like popcorn. Popping like popcorn. All sorts of miracles. All sorts. We declare that. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless your people. God bless you real good. Amen. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.